We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome in to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. You want to learn more about Brian and the team, you can always go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. That's DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And, of course, you have the opportunity there to pick up any number of things. Uh, there is Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach, The Three Principles of Retirement Book, The Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan. Those are only four of the 12 things that are on the Safer Retirement Education site of Decker Retirement Planning. You can download them for free. You can get any or all of them. Uh, it's really there for your retirement education. So on DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, there's a heading of Safer Retirement Education, and that's where those 12 things are that you can download at no cost uh, to you. Great opportunity for you to learn more, maybe answer some of the questions you have. And Brian might have some of the information right there on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And of course, you have questions about where you are on your road to retirement. Inflation's got me a little nervous. The markets have me a little bit nervous. Call the team. They're here to help. They just don't know if they can until they hear from you. It's 833-707-3030. We'll give you that number throughout the program. 833-707-3030. Brian, you have survived uh what, an overseas trip? You've survived your brand new bionic knee. You're like Lee Majors and the $6 million man now. And you're going to welcome in another advisor from Decker Retirement today. Yes, we want to welcome in Brad Geddes. He is a CFP and runs our offices in San Francisco. Uh, he's got two offices in the Bay Area, but he works with na uh, clients nationwide. Uh, Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here. Thanks, guys. Okay, today we're going to talk about a lot of detail with the stock market. First, let's start off why the markets are dropping right now, Brad. <laughs> oh, man, uh, that is the number one question that I'm getting right now. And this market does feel so different from what we've experienced over the last couple of years you know, with the COVID crash. That was uh, a flash in the pan. Um, and it was pretty obvious. There was a lot of uncertainty there around what a pandemic was going to do to the... No. Yeah, so that global pandemic really caught people off guard with how quickly it rebounded. And so I feel like more than even during the COVID crash from a couple of years ago, everyone is wondering what the heck is going on right now, um, because we've seen more of a deliberate, sustained sell-off. And I think that there's probably three main things that I'm focusing on when trying to dissect uh, this current market environment that we're in. The first one is you're having a, just a general uh, resetting of asset valuations. Now, this anybody that owns tech stock or tech-oriented holdings knows exactly what I'm talking about, but it's even more broad-based than that. You're seeing just general equity uh, valuation metrics starting to come back down to earth. The second thing that's driving market volatility right now and, and a lot of uncertainty here is just inflation. You know, what's inflate what's going to happen with inflation? How deep into a recession is it going to send us? When are we going to start to emerge from this? You have supply chain issues causing inflation and you have the um, uh, the demand side also causing uh, some in inflationary pressures. So, you have that inflation number that's always looming in the background. But what's really catching me off guard with this one. And what's catching a lot of people that are retired and think where we're told that they were being invested very conservatively is 
the impact that rising rates is having on the bond market. Um, you see these bond funds right now that people have just religiously said, oh, I'm a very conservative investor because I put 60, 70, 80% of my assets into bond funds. Those people are, are really struggling right now, uh, being down as much, if not more than the total market. Um, because when interest rates are going up to try to get inflation under control, it's having just as much of an effect on the stock market. So a lot of interesting dynamics right now, and, and you might even call it like a, like a perfect storm. How do you feel about it, Ryan? So, Brad, there's three reasons that stock markets go up. There's lower interest rates, there is an accommodative Fed, and there's higher corporate earnings. So you, you nailed it on higher interest rates. There's uh, From 1940 to 1980, the 10-year Treasury went from 2% to 17%. And the, num the, the kind of stocks that went up during that rising interest rate environment were uh, – materials were real estate, uh, agriculture, commodities, um, machinery, production, all those kinds of companies that got higher prices. They had pricing power to raise their prices, increase their profit margins as interest rates went up. Now, when interest rates started to go down, um, we had the FANG stocks, the Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, those kinds of companies go increase in value because as interest rates go down, their corporate earnings, their spreads, their ability to make money is expanded. And uh, so they do very well. So if we have started, Brad, a higher interest rate cycle, you have to go back two generations to find out and remember what's working. We'll get to what's working in a minute, but um, you hit interest rates, higher interest rates cause people to leave the markets for two reasons. One is the sectors, the different sectors that are hurt uh, with their corporate earnings with higher interest rates. But the other, Brad, is kind of um, mental. Um, if people can get a 10-year CD at 3% and they're happy with it, they'll pull some of their money out of the market. If interest rates keep going up and you get 5% or 6 or 7%, the higher interest rates go, the more people say, well, I don't need to take this portion of my portfolio at risk. I'm going to lock in a guaranteed five, six, seven percent, right? Yeah, and you're seeing that with I-bonds right now. I mean, so many people are calling me, asking me if they should invest in those I-bonds that are at what I think just cost 10% guaranteed um, for that 10 or 15 grand that they can put in. Um, yeah, I mean, that yield-seeking behavior in, as interest rates start to get back to a more historic norm, you're not going to see as many people willing to risk capital in order to get a rate of return if they really all they were looking for was three to six percent which hasn't been available for a really long time um they're going to start going back to that and we're going to yeah, talk the, about what 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 you should be doing right now what can you be doing right now but the bottom line is this if you have questions you're concerned inflation market volatility i don't really know what to do the bond markets are bad right now because interest rates are going up and bonds go in the opposite direction I'm nervous. I don't know what I should be doing. Brian, Brad, what should I be doing? Uh, you can always call the team at Decker Retirement. It's 833-707-3030. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 833-707-3030. This is right in their wheelhouse. This show is called Safer Retirement Radio. The process, the 
Decker approach is the book that Brian wrote, but it's a safer retirement. That's the process. That's the name of it, which focuses on income planning and distribution planning that the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you with. 833-707-3030. So Brian, I'll, I'll start with you, but I always wonder, because I'm not a financial, I know nothing about finances. I always enjoy listening to you, Brian, and whomever you have on the show today, Brad Geddes. But you know, I, I think about I'm 62. I'm supposed to know this stuff, and I don't. So I know the Great Recession was quantitative easing. Now I hear we're not in the quantitative easing world. We're in quantitative tightening. What's what's going on? Right. So the Fed is now raising rates. They're, they have painted themselves into a corner because they were uh, focused on keeping inflation with a target rate of 2%. Now we've got inflation where the CPI came in lately at over 8%. So there's a problem there. The, and we have corporate earnings that are starting to go down. So if they raise rates, what do you do? Do you purposely tank the economy and put it in recession um, by going after target uh, inflation rates of 2%? Or do you let inflation go and try to have the economy at least squeak out a, a positive GDP number? We had negative GDP numbers as a surprise in the last report for Q1 2022. And now we have... Um, the Fed, the Fed raising rates, in, which is putting brakes on the economy. And they have said, um, the Fed has said that they are going to go after inflation. That'll be their priority. So it's highly likely that um, as they raise rates, um, there's three camps on this, Mark, actually. And Brad, you chime in on this. There's three camps. One is that they're going to go after inflation and uh, um and and it doesn't matter what happens to the economy. I don't think there's a lot of people who believe that's going to happen. The other extreme is that they just let inflation roll and don't do anything. I think that the reality is going to be somewhere in the middle. The Fed is going to chicken out. They're going to keep raising rates until the markets drop 25, 30, 35, 40%. And they'll do what happened in uh, Q4 of 2018, where they will back off and they will stop raising rates and start lowering rates to save the economy. That's that's what I think. Brad, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I think exactly that. The, they're going to get so much pressure uh, to start to bring rates back down or, or at least stop raising rates or signal that they're going to stop raising rates at uh, you know, to, to with no specific end in sight, which is kind of what they're doing right now. They, it's, it, do you remember like a year ago when they said that, what was the quote? It was, we need a, a full economic, full and robust economic recovery. And, and they kept signaling to the market that low interest rates were here to stay, here to stay, here to stay. And I think you're going to get a similar um, backing off, but just almost the opposite, where right now they're saying, we will do what we need to do to raise rates. And when they're asked about asset valuations and the impact rising rates might have on the market, right now, Jay Powell is being abundantly clear that they're going to keep raising rates. But when they start to get pressure from markets uh, or equities just starting to get down towards uh, full past bear market, um, I, I do think they'll have to start signaling that uh, rising rates are going to come to an end. Who knows whether that's six months from now or a year from now. I, I don't think it's too far out. Now, when the when Jay Powell chickens out, the the markets are going to explode because that they the, when the markets stop raising rates and start declining rates, the market will make a huge move. Um, so let's talk about Brad. Now, what is working now and what is not? Um, for example, what's not working 
is uh, growth stocks. What's not working are bond funds. And so, Brad, expand on what's not working and why and what is working. Yeah, this is a hard one um, because this market environment is unlike anything that I've planned for in the past. And, and so much of our firm is built around looking at things differently. I mean, the number of times that I'm told, wow, I've never heard this before. Or why is this approach not used by everyone? I hear that several times a week with people that I'm just starting to engage with. Um, and I always like that, but it does make it hard in environments like this where people are seeing exactly what we've been saying for years come about in their portfolio. You, know, you have right now this, this perfect storm that I mentioned before where their equities, let's say they're in a classic retirement portfolio that's 60-40 or more recently 70-30 as, as advisors got lazier with their clients' portfolios. That's down 15% in a lot of cases, sometimes more because so many people were suckered in or, or lured in to these uh, very aggressive tech holdings because they never go down, right? So you have these 60, 70% of someone's portfolio down because equities are down and all their life they were told that stocks go down and their bond portfolio is going to stabilize them. And the exact opposite is happening. You're seeing the Fed having to raise rates in a current market downturn, or it's presumably causing that downturn. And so that's affecting the other 30 or 40% of their assets. Uh, so you actually have this correlation of one rather than inverse correlation between stocks and bonds. Yeah, this is very unusual to have both stocks and bonds not work. So, Brad, what has historically been the accumulation years of people's 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, where they had uh, maybe a 70-30 portfolio, what's changed in retirement? Do you use different strategies once they retire? Hey, Brad, why don't we wait and answer that question? We'll see if, if Brian can remember the question he posed when we take a quick little break and we come back and talk more about this right here on the Safer Retirement Radio Show with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. And Brad Geddes is in the San Francisco, has a couple offices in the San Francisco area, but a part of the Decker Retirement team. Again, if you have questions, you want to learn more, what should you be doing? Uh, what maybe should you not be doing right now? It's 833-707-3030 is the number. Again, no cost, no obligation for this team's here to help. They just don't know if they can until they hear from you. Uh, they'd love to hear from you. 833-707-3030. Safer Retirement Radio rolls on right after this short timeout. Back in one minute. Confused on when to take Social Security? Give Brian J. Decker a call at 833-707-3030. speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination, you'll get through retirement confidently. Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning has been helping families retire for more than 35 years. He can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Set up your visit with Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning to start working on your retirement plan. 833 Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, Drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com 
or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Brad Geddes of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always go to the website to learn more. It is DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And of course, don't forget, you can go to that website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And then right under one of them, there's a lot of headings, right? So one of the headings is Safer Retirement Education. You can get a free, free toolkit from Decker Retirement. Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. Three Principles of Retirement Book, The Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan. Those are just four of the 12 different things you can download at no cost. You might have some areas you want to learn more about. And certainly Checklist Challenge, if you can answer all those questions, you're probably good to go in retirement. Uh, there's a lot of great information on that website, though, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us today. Again, the number, 833-707-3030. If you have any questions, you'd like to learn more. And we're certainly talking about the markets, what's going on, what should we be doing, what should we not be doing uh, with Brian and Brad. 833-707-3030. Brian, I'm apologizing to you for cutting you off. You're asking Brad a question. I said, well, let's hold that thought until the next segment. Back to you. Sounds good. Um, Brad, you just made the great point that the traditional 60-40, 70-30 portfolio um, has worked beautifully. You ride out the stock drops uh, and bonds bail you out when markets drop. You just made the point that this time, highly unusual. I mean, you have to go back um, many decades to find a period where interest rates are rising and you've got uh, your bond funds going down and the stock market going down at the same time. What is different? In, during your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you can ride that out because your paycheck pays the bills. But once you retire and you're drawing money from your portfolio – how does your portfolio look different, Brad? What are the different strategies that we use in retirement? Yeah, so I have I have some pretty stark opinions here um, that do put me at odds with some uh, other financial planners that do or try to do something similar to what I've spent every minute of my financial planning career doing, which is building retirement investment strategies that are meant to last a lifetime and give an element of predictability, but also capitalize on things like tax planning, estate planning, and what most retirees are looking for. And, and I think that the starting point of what is different about what worked to get someone to retirement versus what's going to successfully help them stay retired is how you build the investment strategy from the get-go. You know, most financial advisors, and we've all done these, um, are going to start in that first meeting. You kind of do a dog and pony show, and you fill out a little risk questionnaire while you're in the lobby that uh, supposedly allows that advisor to assess your risk tolerance. And that, that's how traditional financial advisory is done. It, you know, for the biggest shops, the biggest banks and brokerages with high net worth asset management, uh, all the way down to people that have a few hundred thousand that they just want to make sure outlives in. It all comes down to a risk score. You're a one out of a 10 or an eight out of a 10. And you have a number of ways, fancy ways to somehow read the tea leaves and get you to a risk tolerance. And to take that one step further, what they were trying, what they're trying to do is just determine how much of a loss are you willing to take? Right? And what kind of return would you, could you expect uh, as a result of that, that loss tolerance? And the way things ought to be done is not to look at someone as a risk number or a risk tolerance. You're not conservative. You're not aggressive. What we need to look at someone that's retired, you need to look at them and understand what do they want to get out of their assets. Once you reframe how someone is invested to focus on not the amount of pain they're willing to endure and you look at their portfolio from you from the angle of you supposedly worked a really long time to accumulate all this money for a reason, what is that reason? And 
I've found that in financial planning for people that are at or near retirement, it's, it's really a matter of getting someone to a point where they can articulate the reason that they saved this money. You know, it, it, was it because they want to pass on assets to kids and grandkids? Is it because they want to spend as much as they possibly can and enjoy their golden years? Uh, so many different goals that you can apply that go beyond just me assessing whether someone is a risk forward investor or a risk averse investor. It really should start with what do you want to do with your portfolio uh, and, and really trying to tease out the answers to those types of questions are so much more productive in landing on an implementable investment portfolio rather than just looking at someone as if they're a risk number, all right, as so many other shops do. If you'd like to talk with the team at Decker Retirement, it's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Brian, I kind of like that, Brad's idea. It's not about how much are you willing to lose, it's about what do you want to accomplish. I like that. Yep. And there's totally different strategies. Brad hit one of them to assess your risk level. Brad, how many times do people come in and say that they are a conservative investor and you take their risk score and their portfolio shows them quite different from what they told you? Oh, all the time, all the time. You know, it, 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 how someone, I'd, I'd love to see a deeper study on this, but um, how someone assesses their risk tolerance is so much more a reflection of the re most recent market environment. If every everything's trending higher, if they've doubled their money in the last three years, they're always going to be an aggressive investor. Uh, and so I'm very skeptical of risk assessments when it comes to using that as the driving function behind how someone ends up investing their portfolio. Because in markets like this, the number of people that I've talked to that said that they're very aggressive and they buy the dip and they're looking forward to the next downturn, that, that number has evaporated. Those clients are now very conservative and they, they want to be uh, less aggressive and they kind of want to get to something that's a bit more stable. So I, I don't like those risk assessments because it really is more a reflection of the current market environment than it is that individual's risk tolerance. So Brad, here's the meat of the th this uh, radio show what are the strategies that work in this environment? How can retirees, I mean, start from the planning. Yeah. How can the, is the pie chart a plan? How can the retirees um, plan and succeed in a rising interest rate environment? Right. Okay, cool. So yeah, the first one I brought up, that's just starting point number one is, is you don't start planning or devising a portfolio based on your risk tolerance. It just leaves you more exposed to markets than you care. And especially in environments like this, anything that leads you to a more conservative portfolio is likely going to go into a bond fund, which obviously is not working for reasons we've already discussed. But I think once you have that income plan in place, um, what I was saying is that you sort of naturally land on a portfolio that can then be invested. So I think it starts with that plan because then you can understand how much income you're going to draw from your portfolio. And, and anything you're drawing income from, especially in markets like this, you want that protected against loss. Uh, you know, there's just mathematical in inefficiency that comes from drawing income from accounts that are going in the red. Um, and when that traditional pie chart starts to break down and you have your bond funds and stocks going in the red, that only just gets worse. You, you, you're drawing income from an account that's gone negative and you're accentuating those. So you want to start by looking into high yielding principal protected assets that are going to provide you a uh, safe, stable, and hopefully high yielding source of income to draw from over the next several years. And, and that kind of gets me to point two, which is understand where those, uh, the time frame for each of those investments. So you need to look at those principal guaranteed accounts or those, those asset classes that protect you against loss and, and understand when, uh, if there is liquidity constraint, when you're going to be able to use that 
down the road. And, and all that does stem directly from the income planning exercise that uh, you and I know so well that is, is very productive. So, And on the principal guaranteed side, people don't know what they don't know, but we're a math-based firm and we use the databases every month we're at our firm, we go through the databases to help our clients find the highest earning principal guaranteed accounts for cash um, for one to three year, three to five, five to seven, and seven to 10 year principal guaranteed accounts. A lot of people are just taking it, what the banks and brokerages give them, which is zero, when there's some e-banks out there at 0.5. I know it's not a lot. Two years ago, it was 2%, but 0.5, and then... The, with the 10-year CD at 3%, we're finding um, principal guaranteed accounts that in three years are beating the 10-year rate at 3.5. And then we're getting almost 4% on a five-year. And Brad, um, on a 10,000-foot level, tell, tell the best news of all on 7- and 10-year principal guaranteed accounts, what are some of the average returns that we're finding? Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, uh, it is rare. Uh, you do have to sort of pay as close attention to this market as we do. But I mean, I'm seeing right now 7% is about as low as I would go. Uh, there's enough that are above that threshold that, you know, 7%. And I, I know my, my personal favorite right now is actually over 10%. And I haven't seen that number uh, in years. I, I haven't seen average average returns of over 10% for a principal protected investment for years and years. So I'm liking the direction these are going. But as you said, it, it does take a very uh, concerted effort to track them. It's such a such an evolving space that even month to month, we see huge shifts in what was good last month versus good now and where things will be in the future. Um, all I know is that here at Decker, we do such a good job of tracking those that uh, we'll at least know where they are at the time. Uh, I couldn't tell you what it'll be, but uh, it's such a such an evolving space. Okay, Brad, you just said seven to ten percent on a principal guaranteed account. Did I hear that right? Yeah, yeah, seven percent would be about as low as I'd go um, for for uh, comparably safe assets. But yeah, my, my personal favorite right now um, is a is a ten point three six percent average annual return. That is awesome. How about tax free? Principal guaranteed tax free. Right now, the AAA rate for 10 years is around three, three and a quarter. What are you getting for your clients? Yeah, tax free, man, this is a, that's where the, the CFP really comes out. Um, there's some really good spaces for tax free investments. I mean, you look at traditional municipal bond strategies that, uh, yeah, three, three and a quarter, three and a half, something like that for uh, the longer term ones, AAA, somewhere going that way. But I mean, tax free yields on, especially an indexed, something, something that has an index tied to it, you're, you're looking at pretty similar to what I just said about that 10%, probably, probably closer to maybe 8%. Um, uh, eight, eight, eight to nine percent average, um, and then of course if you want to, you have to look at it with a tax equivalent yield. So depending on someone's tax bracket, um, it, it, it's going to go higher than that. So as you could tell from listening to Brian and Brad talk about all this, there are a lot of options out there that you may not even be aware of, and that's kind of the idea. That's that's why Brian started this radio show to help you get a better understanding. And then if you have questions or you want to learn more. You give them a call. There's no cost to chat with the team. They're here to help you uh, if that's possible. 
833-707-3030. There's no cost. I don't know why you wouldn't, especially if you're a little nervous right now. Inflation, market volatility, you're not really sure what you should be doing uh, right now. you got you know index bond funds or whatever, and you're not really sure, boy, those aren't going well, so what do I do? What are alternatives? That's what the team at Decker Retirement is all about, is about planning for your retirement and giving you some options that you may not even be aware of. 833-707-3030. We'll continue with Brian and Brad right after this. This is Safer Retirement Radio. If you're unsure of what your future in retirement looks like, give Brian a call at 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Also joined by uh, one of the advisors at Decker Retirement, Brad Geddes. He's in the San Francisco, has a couple offices in San Francisco, and of course helps clients nationwide as well. You can always go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. A lot of great information there. You can go to the Safer Retirement Education part headline uh, heading right there where you've got 12 different things you can download, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. But if you have questions, always think it's easier just to pick up the phone and call 833-707-3030. Uh, get your questions answered, concerns, maybe get those taken care of. Give you a little more confidence and clarity heading into retirement. 833-707-3030. Uh, Brian, I know you had some more questions for for uh, Brad, so go ahead. Brad, that's amazing what you said. Uh, with interest rates rising and most people using bond funds losing money because of interest rate risk, and bankers bankers and brokers telling people that they want to continue to put safe money in bond funds that in the last two years have averaged have lost about fifteen percent. That's a hit, and and stocks are down. 15, uh, I think the NAS was down as much as 27%. So there's a lot of, of people with some big losses now. And so in the planning that you do and the strategies you do with no interest rate risk, you're talking about uh, seven to 10 year principal guaranteed accounts averaging over 7%, tax-free accounts that are principal guaranteed averaging over 7% tax-free. Now for the big kicker. With the stock markets going down, Brad, do you use strategies where they can make money, where clients can make money in a declining stock market environment? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple things on this one that I want to make sure are clear. So, so sometimes it's, I love talking returns and it's it's so nice to be able to, to work with people and show them rates of return in all different types of market environments that they're just thrilled with. Uh, and marrying those up with what people are looking for is, is huge. Um, but there is something to be said for not losing, simply simply not taking the loss because then you have to recover and get back to break even. So it, it, it all starts with not necessarily chasing yield and going with the highest yielding option average. You go with the ones that protect you against loss because not losing in these environments, my clients that are not losing on substantial portions of their assets are going to be ahead when markets do recover. But that said, if you have taken a loss, um, having the option uh, to be able to invest in such a way that you can actually have positive rates of return using uh, active management to some degree is, is actually quite attractive. Uh, you know, you have sustained downtrends that you can capitalize on using um, a long short model or perhaps a momentum strategy that's tuned to detect when markets are actually in a sustained downtrend. So it starts with the concept of Let's just not lose. Let's protect um, and protect the portion of your principal that's meant for the near term um, and not have to regain those losses that can sometimes take years. But on top of that, for your longer term money, uh, you can actually benefit quite 
quite well from uh, investment strategies that are more active, that have protected against losses. Like I said, two-sided models, uh, like long-short strategies or momentum strategies can actually be quite good in these types of market environments. Okay, Brad, so you're using jargon and vernacular that let's, let's define it and break it down. So let's start with momentum strategies. First of all, these come from, again, we're, we use the databases. We go to the uh, Morningstar database, largest database of mutual funds in the world. We look at the Wilshire database, largest database of money managers in the world, and a couple others. And every quarter, we go through looking for the best managers for our clients based on four criteria. One, the manager has to have gone through a down market, or for us, they're not proven. So we still use 2008 for any manager. If they hire someone in 2012, we just don't know for our, uh, as, as fiduciaries to our clients how well they're going to protect capital in a down market. So that's number, num number one. Number two, we look at managers that have actual performance, no hypothetical, no back-tested performance. Number three, the manager has to show performance net of all fees. And number four, the manager has to, and this is the most important, they have to have third-party verification of all their performance. We gather the data and we have four filters that we gather, that we use to um, look at, uh, at, at the sample size that's coming in. Number one, the first filter is we get rid of managers that are closed to new investors. They're not taking any new clients. Number two, we get rid of managers with per account minimums of three, four, five million dollars. We can't diversify that. Number three, we get rid of managers that are hedge funds because of their volatility. And number four, we get rid of managers that are just static pedal to the metal, two or three X, um, index funds that make tons of money in the good years and lose tons of money in the bad years. So what is left, I find fascinating, Brad, not just the top five or 10 or dozen, but the top 50 or 60 funds, they're, 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 all the managers are computer computer managers. And it's, it's not a surprise to most people. Those quantitative algorithms are built to process or intake these data points to help determine the direction markets are heading. Um, and while they're not perfect all the time, they can do a pretty dang good job. Brad, that's a great explanation. So in, I find it fascinating that in 2001 and 2002, when S&P was down 50%, NASDAQ was down 70%, it was sectors like gold, silver, the energy sector, uh, healthcare, biotech, uh, pharmaceuticals, real estate, all of those sectors were making money when the rest of the markets were getting creamed. In 2008, uh, that was a waterfall decline, taking most sectors down. But again, in momentum or relative strength investing, these computer models isolated treasury bonds, gold, silver, and the U.S. dollar, and were able to make money in 2008, a 50% S&P decline. Now, it's fascinating to me to see that the momentum managers are going with commodities and um, en energy and natural gas, and they're going with agriculture and food, and they're going with um, uh, gold, and, and they have a short position on the S&P. It's fascinating to see how it works, but these it's just brilliant how the sectors have gone to hard assets, materials, agriculture, and commodities to make money in a rising interest rate environment. 
Okay, Brad, that's one of the three is momentum. Talk to us about long short. How do, how do those guys make money? Yeah, so with long short, it just basically drives home the principle that you don't have to buy and hold. You, you can have positions that uh, benefit from market declines. Now, whenever I say long short, a lot of people think that we're playing around with messy derivatives and taking on leverage to and, and margin to, to benefit from uh, shorting a stock. But instead, what you can do with, with especially long short strategies, if markets are in that sustained downtrend, you can actually flip your position and own an inverse ETF or an inverse mutual fund that allows you to benefit from markets declining and going down. And this has been a really efficient way for retail investors to get exposure to the same types of um, benefits of a downtrend in a market that institutional investors previously were only, or accredited investors were only able to benefit from. So, so those inverse ETFs and inverse mutual funds are quite useful there. So when the trend of the market changes, the second way to make money in a down market, these managers, rules-based algorithms, they automatically switch from a long position where you make money as the markets go up to, a, they buy an inverse ETF, Brad, like what you said, where you're able to make money as the markets go down. That's a new concept for a lot of people. The third way is uh, long in cash. Describe how that manager makes money in a down market. Yeah, the long cash, that was what I was saying in the beginning, where sometimes it's just as important in a downtrend to just not lose, right? So, so, so many people, they think, oh, I have to have a positive return when markets are trending lower. That, that, that is possible, especially with a long, short or momentum strategy that helps you detect when markets are in a downtrend. But sitting out markets is also super important. When, when there's nothing to buy and markets are not in a different direction, most mutual funds, their prospectus limits them from uh, ever being in cash. And, and with, a, with an active strategy, like the one that, that we use at, at our firm, the ones that we found uh, are some of the best performing, there's no limits to cash that you can accumulate. So you can have the cash sitting there as dry powder, be able to reallocate it when markets do start to go in a different direction. But being able to avoid losses by simply sitting in cash is, is actually a huge benefit in markets like this. So Brad, when we put all those pieces together, we have a, a, a math-based plan, a retirement plan, where clients can see net of, fee, net of tax, how much money they can draw off with a COLA that protects them against inflation and cost of living adjustment. So we have a plan, number one. Number two, we have a strategy to make money in a down market. And number three, you mentioned that we have principal guaranteed accounts, laddered principal guaranteed accounts that are earning uh, three, three and a half, four, and then on the longer term, seven years uh, above seven plus percent on those accounts. Why is it important for someone in retirement to draw income from principal guaranteed accounts? Yeah, the, the single biggest reason is not accentuating losses on the downtrend. You know, when markets are going down and someone's using like a say, dividend strategy that so many people were using for the last few years, uh, when markets start to go down and the equities they're holding are shrinking in, in size um, and they're they're drawing income from that account. And if they're sticking to a, a straight like 4% rule, that's the common one that a lot of people will use. Uh, when markets are shrinking, they are having to sell a larger portion of their holdings percentage-wise in order to maintain that same level of income that was what they were living on prior. So they're mathematically accentuating losses in those downturns that will happen over time fairly regularly. Um, the second part, though, is actually I've found 
worse. And, and this is after markets decline and they end up continuing to draw income from a portfolio that is trying its best to recover. You get to that upswing that so many people are excited about when they're in the accumulation phase because the portfolio is finally heading in the right direction. When you're retired and you're drawing income out of your portfolio still because presumably you're doing things and you want to spend, uh, you are going to be compromising those gains. So it ends up in this nasty downward spiral where you, you accentuate losses in the downtrends. You're losing more than the market because it's spending. Uh, and then on the upswings, you're compromising those gains. And it's just, just not a good situation uh, for, for people that are trying to use this, this uh, accumulation style portfolio, but they're actually in a retirement stage. So again, if you'd like to learn more about what Brian and Brad have been talking about and you're a little nervous, you're not really sure what you should be doing, I think obviously you know that Brian and Brad and the team at Decker Retirement have a lot of ideas, uh, but it's based on you. Uh, it's what you need. What do you need to give yourself some confidence and clarity moving forward with your portfolio, with your retirement hopes and dreams? Give the team a call. There's no cost for this. There's no obligation. It's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Brad's going to drop off. Brian, we're going to see if the CEO can take us home in our final segment. Brad, we appreciate you being on with us. Uh, nice job. A lot of great information. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thanks a ton. Good to talk to you guys. All right, we're back with more of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. Are you afraid you'll run out of money in retirement? Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. And the same can be true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Brian J. Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call Brian at 833-707-3030 to start optimizing your benefits. With social security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning today, 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Brad Geddes of the San Francisco office is with us for three segments. Uh, some great insight from Brad. I know I will tell you this, uh, Brian, because we've had Neil Finning on, we've had John Carruthers on, now Brad Geddes. You've got a lot of super sharp pick people on your team, don't you? Yes, we're very proud of the planners and the level of competence that they uh, are passionate about retirement planning. Yeah. So if you'd like to learn more, you can always go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There is a tab where you can go through all the team members at Decker Retirement. Uh, and so you could read about Brad, you could read about Neil, John, uh, the, the other advisors as well. 
Uh, but you also can download up to 12 different things right there on the website. So DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, right under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach, uh, The Three Principles of Retirement Book, The Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan, just four of the 12 things you can download. That Again, that's DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And, of course, I always want to give you, because I always think, I think, Brian, I mean, you're a little bit younger than I am. I'm 62. And I do think at my age, I get mad when I call somebody and I get run around through this person and that person, or I get voicemail, voicemail, and I'm never talking to somebody. So at my age, I want to actually be able to pick up the phone and talk to somebody. Are you with me on that or no? Yeah. No, I uh, I like to talk to them. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm i with you on, on, uh, on that. So it's 833-707-3030 if you'd like to learn more. Uh, because it's always interesting, Brian. Whether it's just Brian or he brings on somebody else to, from his team to be on the show, you could tell there's a lot of options that you, most of us probably aren't even aware of. And we're playing the market going up, we're playing the market going down. There's just so many moving parts here. I think it's a great idea to call Brian and the team. There's no cost. You can at least get a feel for what they think maybe you should be looking at if 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 you need to make a change. You might have already won the game. Eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty. So with all that we we're talking about today. I guess, why still today? Because market downturns are not anything new. They've been happening since the markets have opened. Uh, they just kind of go at different times. You know, it was, typically it was going to be every four to five years there's a market crash. Well, then we go to 2009, and we don't have any action until the pandemic of 2020. It was an 11-year really positive run for the markets, only a couple bumps along the way. But in today's market, inflation and market volatility, bonds going down because interest rates are rising, why do many people really get hurt in this? Is it because they just buy it and hold it and hope it works out in the end? Yep. So, Mark, uh, they're using the same strategies during their accumulation years as in their retirement years, and that's not going to work. So just like there's a football analogy, there's an offense and there's a defense. So during your during the years where you – we call them accumulation years, where your income is coming from your paycheck, yeah, go ahead and – and uh, go into pretty aggressive buy and hold strategies with the S&P and, and the NASDAQ and the, the emerging market indexes and large, mid, small cap indexes and let her rip. Um, because if the markets go down, you're going to dollar cost average into that uh, decline. Every two weeks, you put more money into your 401k. And so you actually benefit when a market declines 30, 40, 50 percent. Uh, 18 months of that, and then it takes three to five years to recover. And that's given you that whole period, that window to buy into that dip. That's not what happens in your retirement years. Uh, totally different. So using um, uh, the defensive strategy, which we call distribution, we protect what you've taken a lifetime to earn, and we draw income from it. So there's three parts to your portfolio. There's cash, there's safe money, and there's risk. And way too many people – in this part of the segment, Mark, I want to go through ways that people do get hurt so that hopefully they'll take note, the radio listeners will take note and, and not go down these paths. Don't use the accumulation strategy of buy and hold in retirement. That's going to hurt you. You take a 30 40 50% hit of everything you've made in your 50s and 60s, and that is a big hit. That, that sends you back to work. And if you have an accumulation strategy and your banker and broker is trained in that, 
They're trained to get you to the point of retirement, but you need a different team to take you in retirement through the rest of your life. It's a different strategy. It's a different language, a different focus, um, which is protecting what you have and distributing income for the rest of your life. There's three, three parts to it. First of all, you've got to have a plan. A pie chart is not a plan. Most people are told by their bankers and brokers that that pie chart, which is just a picture of your uh, diversified portfolio, is a plan. You have no idea looking at a pie chart of tax strategy. You have no idea of how much tax you're going to pay. You have no idea how much income you can draw uh, looking at a pie chart. There's some key essential things that are missing uh, looking at a pie chart versus looking at an income plan, which ours breaks out Social Security income streams, pension income streams, portfolio income streams. We total it up. We can see where we can do Roth conversions, and it's very detailed. So um, buy and hold is not a strategy. That works until it doesn't, and eventually it won't. History says that the economy cycles, and when the economy cycles down the next time, it's going to send millions of people back to work unnecessarily because they listen to their banker or broker, and they use those strategies in retirement. Mark, another one is thinking that just staying in bond funds when interest rates are going up. There's two problems with bond funds right now, Mark, one is with interest rates low, you're not getting paid hardly anything. And two, you're losing money with interest rates going up. It's a double whammy. So uh, these worked in the 80s, 90s, um, maybe in the first 10 years of, of, of 2000, but not when interest rates get down to where the 10-year treasury bottomed at 0.47. Why are you holding bond funds with 40 or uh, 30 or 40% of your portfolio supposed to be the safe portion of your money. That doesn't work. Um, the other strategy that doesn't work is hope, H-O-P-E. When the markets go down and you hope that it's going to come back, but this time it doesn't. Mark, I just want to give you an example of human nature. And this happened, I remember, I've been through... Uh, 1987, 2000, 01, 02, 2008, and February and March of 2000, where people just hope that the market's going to come back this time. And in February and March of 2000, markets did come back pretty quickly, but not in 2000, 01, and 02. That was 13, 14. You mean they came back pretty quickly in 2020, February, March, April, right? Yep. Yeah. Of 2020. That came back really fast. But Imagine your hope, you're hoping the markets come back. It took 14, 15, 16 years for the markets to come back in 2000, 01, and 02. 1987, it took three or four years. So in retirement, if you're drawing money from a portfolio that's been, down, been hit 30, 40, 50%, that is terminal. That will send you back to work. So you've got to, like Brad Geddes said out of San Francisco, you've got to draw income from principal guaranteed accounts, not fluctuating accounts. If you're drawing income from fluctuating accounts, you compromise gains when markets go up, you accentuate losses when markets go down. But Mark, I want to give you the human nature of a, of a portfolio decline. Okay. So you, you be the guinea pig for me, okay? Okay. 
Um, you've got a you've got a five hundred thousand dollar IRA, and the markets are down ten percent. Are you nervous? Oh, that's fifty grand. Um, probably not yet. No, because markets historically, statistically, drop ten percent every eighteen months. Right. So you shouldn't be nervous. Right. Now this time it's down twenty percent. Are you nervous? Uh, those tend to be a little bit bigger deal when they go to the market crash of twenty percent or more. Yep. So you you're and and you're retired, Mark. You just recently retired. You got your gold watch. Now your your five hundred thousand is down a hundred grand. You're down twenty percent. Are you nervous? What are you going to do? I'm going to say Human yes, nature nervous. is, Mark. You're going to tell me that when the markets bounce up, you're going to sell some and and raise some cash. That's human nature. Do you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. But this time the markets keep going. Now you're down 30%. You've got a knot in your stomach. You're not sleeping well. Now it's down 40%. Now it's down 50%. You're not sleeping and you just have to sell. And you sell at the bottom. It doesn't matter. You just have to get out. You have to, you have to re recover whatever you can recover. It's a feeling of panic. And so at 50%, now your IRA is 250. You've lost $250,000. By the way, this happens, it happened every seven or eight years. So it happened in 2008, seven years before that, it was 01. Seven years before that, it was 1994. The markets really struggled. Seven years before that was 1987. Seven years before that was uh, 1980, that was a 40% down bear market. Seven years before that was 63, 64 bear market. And it keeps going. Since 2008, something changed called quantitative easing. Quantitative easing is supposed to be a short-term Keynesian economic strategy, but no. Congress kept it going. Not Congress, the Fed. The Fed kept it going long-term. And we are a market on steroids where the steroids are starting to wear off and the effect of them is starting to wear off and markets are starting to roll over. So now with quantitative easing, the economic cycle is no longer seven or eight years. So Mark, it's just a matter of time before people in retirement are going to go through what you just said you went through, where you see your portfolio drop 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% and people will think that they have a plan, but they don't. Do you know what the great quote is that Mike Tyson says about having a plan? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That's it. Yeah. That is and it. And so I really, like yeah, when you think about it, and that's really what, there really are two Ps to retirement, right? When In this time of this type of environment where you can get nervous, the markets are, are not doing great, inflation is putting more burden on your daily activities, uh, the grocery store, the gas and pump and all of that kind of stuff. And they're really two Ps to retirement. You have a plan. The Decker Retirement Planning can certainly build for you. Or you panic because you don't have a plan. I think we'd all rather be into the planning guys than we would the panic side of things. 833-707-3030 is the number if you'd like to talk with Brian and the team at Decker Retirement. They're here to help you. There's no question. And, and you hear every week on this program how many options are out there. And a lot of these you may not even be aware of, at least I'm certainly not. Uh, so I always enjoy listening to Brian and, and whoever he has on the show uh, because there's a lot of great information, a lot of areas that I'm not familiar with that I, I really enjoy this. And I think you have the opportunity, though, to talk with Brian and the team, 833-707-3030. Uh, they could have maybe a game-changing idea for you 
Or maybe they'll say, hey, you're doing everything perfect. Just keep on doing what you're doing, right? Everybody's situation is different. 833-707-3030. Brian, glad your new knee is is letting you leap tall buildings. Eh, maybe leap short buildings, but you, you certainly can jump higher than you could before. Uh, that's a positive. So congratulations. Uh, continued good health. And we'll do this again next week. Thanks, Mark. Decker Retirement Planning offers insurance services. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. That accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.